Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Good morning, Perfect Timers, and good morning, Christy. Morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am so good. I it's Friday, which is, you know, praise the Lord. <laughs> um, PTL. I got together with my girlfriends last night in Columbus and I kept like going back and forth if I was going to do it or not, like make the drive, the, yeah. the hour drive. And they weren't, they weren't getting together until 7 30 PM. Ooh. And I knew it was going to be a late night and it was a very late night. I think I'm, I think I got like five hours of sleep, but, um, I know, but like, it's, you know, I, I kept thinking like, if I don't go this time, like, it's just going to get harder and harder to go with us, like getting the cows and like building cabins and like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I just need to do it one, yeah. you know, not one last time, but I was like, I need to go. Cause there was nothing really keeping me from going. So I went and it was fun, but I'm, yeah, I'm tired this morning. You're feeling it. Oh, what'd you guys do? We went to um, Hudson 29. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. In Upper Arlington. We like that spot because they have a private room. And so we can be like loud and obnoxious. We don't get together very often. So when we do, we like to be obnoxious. <laughs> we don't want to be like constrained by a restaurant. But actually, the private room was occupied, so we didn't even get the private room. So we had to be, you know, quieter. But we had still had so much. It's it was still so much fun. Good, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. love a girls' night. Everybody, yeah, it, that's. I mean, the other thing is like I just needed a girls' night. Like, there's something about a a girls' night does something for me that like nothing else can do for me. You know, it's yeah. just so important to go spend time with with your girlfriends, without your kids every once in a while. And I hadn't done it in a while. Like I, I feel like I've made a lot of friends here, but they've all been like through homeschooling or doing something with children involved. And, um, it was nice to just like step out without anyone. I, I actually got in my car and like turned on really loud, obnoxious like, <laughs> music the whole way. Yeah. Like I just felt free. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't get a lot of those like by myself moments. So and isn't driving such a different experience when you don't have little people in your car? I'm like, oh, I actually kind of like this drive. I could drive the world a lot. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> no, just no offense to our kids, but I feel like my no. are chatty that I'm like always answering, you know, it's cute, but I'm also just like, and yeah. And since we've started classical conversations, we always, that's where we listen to our classical conversation songs. So okay. my car ride is usually filled with like, age of age and empire and I just wanted to listen to like not that not not creation in the fall not creation yeah, in I the hear fall. You. that's so funny if you're not a cc person or have no idea what we're talking about there's this long timeline song from like the beginning of creation until now that you sing in that co-op and it is actually kind of catchy I will say but it teaches the kids history I'm singing yeah. in my head right now it's gets like in that brain jesus the messiah 
There you go. There you, you have hit it. that note at 6.14 a.m. <laughs> I will not attempt that because I still feel like I sound raspy. Um, well, anyways, that's awesome. And then tell me about your weekend. You got to celebrate somebody special. Oh, last weekend. Yes, my sister is having- Oh yeah, it's already, it's already a weekend again. But I, I know yeah. it's the weekend again. I'm like, oh, the weekend. Um, yes, last weekend was, I just, yeah, my sister's having a baby and I- and so he is going to be born at the beginning of December ish, you know, and, um, we're just so excited. Like, it's just the best to have, you know, like, I think, you know, Ruby's six and like, so we haven't had a new, she was the last baby that entered the family. So it's just, we're, we're due and we're so excited for her. So that's we, awesome. Um, we celebrated yeah, in Cincinnati and my mom and I hosted the shower together and um it's a lot of work hosting a shower, but I I wanted to like I wanted to do it big. Like I wanted her to feel really special because we are really excited. And um I don't know, having a baby is just like everyone is just so supportive. And I I loved seeing everyone come together and like celebrate her and be so excited for her. So anyway. The shower was awesome. We just, um, actually we hosted it at my sister's house. We were debating where to do it. And we landed on my sister's house because she has a very like open house. And, um, and then also all the gifts just come and stay like right in the home and you don't have to worry about like That's getting genius. them from. And so yeah, we just, um, yeah, we just came, we set up shop, we cleaned up shop and it was just a wonderful time. So, Aww. well, I saw pictures. Your sister is a gorgeous human. You guys look exactly alike. And she was, is like such a cute pregnant gal. She's, okay. So she's the, she looks adorable pregnant. And I oh, look like, we do kind of look a lot, a lot alike, but I'm like the lighter version of her. I yeah. Have lighter eyes, your hair, lighter skin. And she has darker hair and my whole family has dark hair and dark eyes. I, I kind of, I don't know, milkman. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I look a lot like my dad. So I know I'm, I'm my dad's girl, but anyway, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but pregnant there's no hands down. My sister is like rocking her pregnancy. She looks gorgeous. I looked like not cute and and it's not debatable like I gained a lot of weight and, and, it, and it was just not pretty and that's okay but I'm just so happy for her because she's just like the dress she wore to her shower was, oh, was like so cute I don't even think I could rock that not pregnant it had like this little you know cleavage and then like a cutout like right on her like above her belly that was just like I don't know she just looked so cute and oh yeah, um, that's fun um, yeah. one thing I will say, cause I feel the same way about when I was pregnant, I was like gr gross. Like the baby was carried in my butt. I'm sure of it, but, um, <laughs> I also did not feel like I properly invested in clothing, nor did they have the cute stuff that's out right now. And that would make, a, I, I don't know if I would have worn cutouts cause that's very, that's reserved for somebody like your sister, but <laughs> do like wearing different clothes that make you feel like a human is key and I didn't do that and I think that that is probably good advice for people 
if they can yeah, oh, for sure. to get like a few cute outfits that you just feel cute in yeah something that you feel like halfway good I mean it's hard to feel good when at least for me I didn't I was ill and I I was huge and I didn't feel good period but if you can yes get something that looks like on trend or whatever that just makes you feel like you said like feel human when you're walking around I like not your husband's clothes with leggings is what I wore <laughs> yeah well I didn't even fit in Seth's clothes by the end of my pregnancy with Ruby I had I had outgrown my husband's clothes <laughs> well I, I mean was, not but yeah, I know it, whatever um, I get yeah. Yes, that was one of the things that like the my mom's generation was talking about at the shower. They were like, those kind of clothes did not exist when we were pregnant. And I do even feel like the landscape has changed in just the last six years, like with maternity stuff. Oh, yeah. um, but I, yeah, I mean, my mom and her, like that generation at the shower, they were like, we literally wore like sheets we wore like like moo's like it was just that was all yeah. it was available you did not show your bump it was covered up you just looked like a big trash bag walking around all the time and and um and it's it is different now like everyone I feel like is very like like wearing tighter things to show their bump and I do think it looks better it looks yeah. better to rock your bump um so anyway yeah. she's so cute and um looks like she's just like so happy so I'm excited for your family. Yeah, it was so fun. We got to like celebrate her shower. And then the next day, like my favorite part is like going through everything and like organizing the nursery and just like getting everything in its place. And, you know, having a baby is so interesting because, you know, we could like, like people, women used to have babies in the field and then like continue their work for the day. Like, and now it's just so different. It's, there's an element of consumerism to it that like kind of irks me. And I feel like, you know, my sister's having a little bit of anxiety of like, there's so many things I need and so many things I need to do. And I just, I kept saying like, but really there's not like, and that's probably annoying for her to hear when the whole world is telling her like yeah. otherwise, but you know, I, I was just trying to be like, a minimalist like I don't know like yes but no like just dial in and mm -hmm. focus on you and baby and that's it like you know so yeah anyway I plan to be completely in like Cincinnati for all of December I oh. want to be at her birth and uh, it's going to be hard to live two hours away for sure when I have oh a new gosh. new little baby nephew so oh that's really cute well that's awesome. And I feel like Ruby's going to be like the best little mama. Mm. She's so cute. I watching her, watching her with like, we were, we went to the fair this week with our Seth's side, my husband's side of the family. And, um, I have a nephew, Isaac and he's three and watching Ruby with him is just the sweetest thing. Like she's like helps him. And I don't know. It makes so it, cute. When I see those moments that like gives me like, Oh, I wish I had another, like, that she could be a big sister too, but she has cousins and, um, and cows and animals that she can herd around. She does a good job. Oh my <laughs> it's God. all good. Yeah. She's so cute. Wow. Yes. Yay for the fam. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, um, wait, I just want to say really quick and then I want to hear about your week, but time is so whack. And so like I, the shower was fun. We planned all that, but like you know, it was a lot of work leading up to it. And like, I wanted it to be special. So I, you know, did a lot for it. And I feel like this whole week I've been like, I cannot believe it's already Friday. I've just been in like 
catch-up mode because the yeah. week before the shower, I was like mostly devoting all of my time to the shower. And this whole week, like I feel so behind because I've just been like catching up and like I haven't read my Bible all week. Like I have <gasps> I'm seven days behind on the Bible app. I saw you, you're like caught up. I'm catching up. I'm not catching up to you, catching up to where I, catching up to myself. Um, I think uh, I'm like five days. So that was a really, that's really great from where I was. Girl, that's huge. Also, I realized I didn't do though. This is so dumb. What? Like I listened to it, the auditory most of the times instead of just reading it. Yeah, I didn't realize that you could like speed it up like you can audiobook. So I was yeah. listening to the slow version that took 50 hours. So finally, when I realized I could speed it up, that caught me up faster. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe that's how I'll get caught up. I usually read it, but maybe I'll yeah. listen. Reading is better, but if I am in the car, sometimes I'll pop it on. Yeah. And yeah. Anyways, that's an easier way to get, but like speed it up because then you can. Yeah, yeah. I anyway. love that. So we can speed up. I learned that on like month eight, nine, what are we, or it's October. We're almost done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So I've, I've, I'm just playing, I've been playing catch up all week with life and you know, it's all good. It's just time and life is so, it's so whack, isn't it? Like, yeah. It goes back. Trying to fit it all in. And you know, then last night, of course, like should I make time for my friends? I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. It's Friday. I can catch up on my sleep this weekend, but like life just feels like a constant, like, okay, I'll get caught up eventually. And then more things come. And then it's just like, (laughs) yeah, but no, it's hard to just not feel like that and just be like, you know what? We're good. We are good. I am good. And that's the thing that I do have to remember, like, what am I catching up for? What? Like Mm -hmm. who, like who has this deadline for me? And it's all like in my head, self-created, but you know, it is what it is. Well, for who? Um, So what, what was your week like? Little, little Miss Lindsay Gallivar over there. What you got going on? Did you work or? Oh yeah, I'm working this week. Um, What was it? So that's the week, but um. Oh, as he wrapped up his first year of middle school football last night, we had a banquet. So that was just cute to like see all the kids. They wore like suits and tie, well not suits, but like dress clothes and ties and like had a little banquet together and stuff. And that's cute. Um, I just really love a middle school sports situation because middle school is the land of the awkward. And I think it's just so fun to see these kids just like in that phase growing and being a team and stuff so anyways I was proud of him and so we're kind of still in the throes of sports so I feel like our weeks like you were saying time it was like yesterday I worked I got home I had to take a quick shower like quick rinse off not even a shower I had wallpaper paste on my hair like Mm -hmm. then like get these coaches gifts together and then head there so people could sign the like you know it's just like then the banquet and then we get home and then homework and then Justin and I sit down at like 9 45 and I'm like yeah I know <laughs> so I, it's all good stuff I just feel like I don't um I don't like I went from having a lot of margin in my life to not that much and I'm not mad about it like I don't feel I don't feel stressed necessarily I feel full yeah 
but you like that. I think I do. Like when I have too much time, I get in my head and I think like, I, I realize that now that it's really good for me to have different things to focus on. Yeah. Um, now the dinners and stuff are slacking. So that's part of it. Like we've talked about the switchboard. It's like, you can't do it when you're at that speed, but, um, I don't know, but like Justin steps in. So I feel like we're in a good space, but anyways, it's just been full of kid stuff, yeah. you know, but it's good. And I like not like- girls nights. <laughs> I'm jealous. I feel like I, um, I operated that way for so long, like with no margin that when I have these, like we, like, since we've moved here, I've had way more margin and I love it. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm the opposite. Like, I just, I need that margin to feel like a sane human. And then when we have these like one-off weeks where we're really busy, like this, this week where like, we weren't home at all. Like, I just, we just weren't home all week. And I, like, I think we drove to Columbus three times this week and oh, wow. like wild, you know, just, it was yeah. just a wild week. And that's a lot. I just feel like my, I, I need the margin. I'm the opposite. And I love that. We're, I love that. We're like, well, I'm not saying I don't need it. Cause I, I am working part-time. So I do get those days this week. I just didn't have it, you know, but it's yeah. okay. Like, yeah, for I, sure. it is okay. Yeah. Like, I think I couldn't run at that pace all the time. Cause I would drop a lot of balls, I think, <laughs> but yes, yeah. like, I think I can go. And then, but rather than like having two, I guess my, what I was trying to say is like, when I had too much time all the time and I wasn't homeschooling anymore, like you have like your farm, like when I didn't have a activity or a task, um, yeah. I think that was kind of like, I just didn't know really what to do. And I yeah. don't like cleaning. So it's not like I want to just sit around and clean my house all day. So <laughs> <laughs> I need something to get me away from those responsibilities. <laughs> I love it. It's terrible. Um, well, that's awesome. I, uh, yeah. So Ruby got her cast off this week. That's great. She's that great. Is great for and our cows are coming this, this weekend, which feels like Christmas to me. So two more days until our cows come. And then I two, two cows. Mm -hmm. and then I'm never leaving I'm I'm here if you if you need me you know where to find me I'll come get you okay I'm excited for you and definitely want to get up in those cows yeah oh my face is going to be attached to theirs I cannot wait for these (laughs) photographs that I know that I will see you know cowboy friends this is so ridiculous but I I wanted to I didn't do it because I realized like this is so ridiculous but I wanted to call my friend Diane and say, Hey, will you come photograph like the day that the cows come? And then I was like, come on, get it together. I don't need a photographer to come for. Yeah. But you do just have one of your neighbors take them or something. Yeah. Well, or Seth, Seth can be my photographer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I forgot he was. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's, I, I just feel, so I think today actually is, um, one year since we, that we got in contract for our land. And so it's kind of cool to be at that mark and then like have the cows coming and just feel like, wow, we, we have done a lot. Like we're starting a farm from scratch. There was no fence here. There was no electricity up there. I mean, there still isn't, but we have all these, we've done a lot in a year and it's really exciting to be at that one year. I mean, we haven't lived here a year. We just, a year ago, like 
on contract for the Lakers. Yeah, that makes me feel like time is whack again because I remember when you told me that and then obviously I was excited for you and then I was like oh do you think we'll continue this podcast since we're gonna live far away um I just remember being having those conversations and that's crazy that that was a year ago congrats what a dream in the making you guys have done a ton in a year talk about like getting stuff done you should be so proud Yes. Thank you. It does feel very, uh, it feels good. Yeah. Got a lot, we've got big plans, but we're, you know, crawling through at a good pace and yeah, all good things. I love it. So anyway, um, okay. Let's chat. Do you want to chat a little bit about like, I don't know. I think we kind of, after celebrating my sister and like, um, you know, focusing in on, on her and like, just thinking about like celebrating others. Like I, I then came across this cool thing that I saw about like, um, I think as a society, we talk a lot about red flags in people. And so I thought today we could talk about green flags, like things that people do that like give you pause because it's so different than, you know, what a lot of, how a lot of people are operating. Um, just some green flags that you can recognize in people. Um, and one of them, one of them is to, to celebrate people and make people feel seen and heard. And so, um, that's something that I really wanted to do for my sister and, and I want to continue to do that for people because it, it felt good for her yeah. on the receiving end and it feels really good on the giving end too. Yes. Um, so let's talk about green flags. Let's do Thank it. You. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, And then also as we're going through these, let's make this our, we haven't talked about like our, our 30 day October challenge yet. And I know we're kind of almost mid October, but for the last half of October, and you can carry this as far as you want, like, let's start to recognize these little green flags in people. And when, when you, when one of them pops up, you're like, oh, that's a green flag. And just like be more intentional about looking for these green flags or being a green flag to someone else I like um, it okay let's okay. let's learn what a green flag yeah is. like these are little things that can set you apart from okay. everyone else okay so green flags green flags and people are the opposite of red flags we all know what red flags are and I think as a society and just as human nature we are primed to look for red flags we're always looking for the red flags so we have yeah. to really create that muscle memory and work towards looking for green flags um, but here they go. You ready? Mm-hmm. They celebrate people, green flags and people celebrate your wins. They remember small things about you. They respect your boundaries. You feel energized after seeing them. They listen without being defensive. They allow you to be fully yourself. They make you feel safe. You don't have to watch what you say around them. And they support your goals. And I love this list because as I'm reading it off and when I saw it the first time, I was like, like, yes. Every time I read one, I was like, yes, 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 yes. Like when I, when I'm with someone and they remember something small or trivial that I've told them before and they remember that, like, that is so cool to me. Like, I just love that. Like, I just think that I, for me, that's it. That's the green flag of the year. Like if I've told you something 
and you remember that detail, like how special does that make you feel to be on the receiving end of that? I just, I love that. Like we're such a, it's such a busy world. Like we've been talking about all podcasts, like time is whack. We're all moving at this rapid fire pace, trying to keep up with all, all the demands. And then you remembered that I like to watch the news on Saturday mornings while drinking my hot tea. That's, that's false by the way, but I'm, but I'm just saying like, you remembered that, like, that's yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Yeah. I feel like along those lines, it's fun when people like check in with things like, I don't know, whatever, if it's like, Hey, how's that one thing going or whatever. I think that's sweet. It's just like remembering and caring about somebody else. So yeah, that's a good one. It's just like, yeah being a, basically being an active listener and actually listening to what people are saying and then, yeah. uh, you know, taking the next step to like care. Yeah. yeah. I love this list that you shared. I think it's really great. I think it's also like such a good mindset thing to like flip our minds, to be looking for the good instead of the things that irk us, because that's very easy to do. Um, and everyone has flaws. So it's easy to point out those things in people. Um, yeah. I think one of my favorite things is to not have to watch what you say, which I feel like I don't really censor myself in general. Like I try to be consistent with everyone around me, but I do feel like with people that are just safe, you know, it feels so nice to feel like whatever you say, if they need clarification, they're going to ask, um, they get you. So they're not, they like assume the best in you. They believe the best in you. And I can like, I guess I feel like I can be assured that if it's somebody I trust and I said something that bothered them, that they would tell me, you know? And so I think there's some just like, there's just a lot of safety in, I don't know, just like a person that makes you feel known and secure. Yes, for sure. I agree. And I think, um, like you just said a minute ago, we're primed, like sometimes even though someone may give that to you, like you, you, they've given you all the signs. You don't need to watch what you're say, what you say. It's still sometimes tempting to feel like, it's like, it's totally not them. It's me where I'm like, oh, are they, are they thinking like I said this, but they're thinking that, and that's not a them problem. That's a me problem. It's something that like, I need to work on, you know, like feeling confident that what I do say is being received well by them, because I think maybe human nature or society has taught us that we do have to watch what we say all the time. You know, it's like, but, but when you are around those people who make you feel instantly warm and cozy, like it's just so much easier to tread without feeling like you're walking on eggshells, um, all the time. Well, and like, I'll add in there too, this is kind of a tangent, but not like, I think like whatever the way the world we live in right now, people like to talk about polarizing topics politics is something that people openly talk about where like generations before people kept that like 
you know, in their own homes, really. And so I think it's like, if you can look at people and have these relationships and still see the good in people that are not exactly like you and don't think exactly like you, like that is also something that can we all just like take that into the next year, <laughs> like the election years and all the bananas that goes around with like, I don't know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's yeah, like, absolutely. I think when we look at people that aren't like us or don't think like the us, we have these perceptions or we can be like, Ugh. Um, and I think it's especially, it, you, you can talk about like fluffy stuff with anybody and feel like, oh, they're so nice. But when you hear like the real feelings about polarizing topics is where I think this really comes to play. Like, how do we love people even if they have differing opinions and how do we hold space for people, you know? Absolutely. And like, again, listening without being defensive. So someone shares something that you don't agree with, but it's their opinion and their right to have that opinion. And, and sometimes I think being in an emotionally secure and mature space to just let, let them have that feeling or thought and like, not trying to correct them or get defensive or yeah immediately like in, in inject your opinion or thoughts or whatever and and just like yes holding space for people who feel differently about something than you do and and still allowing them to sit at your table so to speak mm -hmm. you know i think that's that's huge i i really i think like last night you know i was with that group of girls that so we all taught bar three together, um, like when the studio first opened and today, actually they're celebrating their 11th anniversary. Wow. So we've been friends for a long time, 11 cool. years. And, um, and how, how cool that that studio brought us all together. PS, yeah. if you're in Columbus, go take a bar three class. I'm sure they're giving away like free classes this week or, you know, even if they're not, it's worth it to pay and go like it's the best workout ever. But anyway, um, and through the 11 years, especially during COVID, um, there were some differing opinions within the group. And I'm just, I'm really proud of us that we've all like stayed together and continue to sit at the same table, even though like we don't all agree on the same politics or things. And um, I just, I think that's really cool to find that group of, of girls that like I left last night. And even though I'm rocking, I'm going on five hours of sleep. I actually feel really energized because oh, good. I sat at a table with a group of girls who all these things on the list, you know, like they made me feel energized. I, they were able to listen without being defensive, like all the things yeah. on this list. And, and there's just, I don't know, sometimes that's more powerful than a good night of sleep, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so true. Yes, a, a once in a while, one-off like that, it is more powerful. It does energize you. And I think it's like, yeah, there's something about, like you said, being around people, especially I think for women, like a group of women that um, can support and encourage and you can encourage, like there's just something really powerful about that. And everybody's busy and to create space for that is amazing, but um, absolutely agree. I love that. Yeah. Um, the other big one on this list is I feel like something that I, I feel very strongly about is respecting your boundaries. I feel like it's hard for um, 
it's hard for people. Sometimes I'm a big boundary person. We've talked about boundaries here before. If you um, haven't listened to that episode, it's a good one. You can go back and listen to that, but um, yeah, just respecting boundaries. And um, that to me is such like a, like a, a way of saying like, I love you without actually saying I love you. If someone's Mm -hmm. respecting my boundaries, I think that's, that's huge for me. Um, I feel like I love that topic. And I think to, yeah, I think it's like, goes so many, it goes beyond just time. Um, like respecting like your time boundaries, like if you couldn't make it or something, it'd be like, you like having your girlfriends be like, oh, we totally understand that you can't make it. Um, but I also feel like even if you were to be like, oh, I don't feel comfortable talking about that or whatever that like, I just, I like the idea that I've gotten really into like learning about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and chat more about this list and boundaries and all the things. Okay. We back. I just had to freshen up my coffee. Um, and, and the truth is that our zoom meeting ran out and we had to restart. (laughs) That's the real, real. Okay. So let's chat for a second about these green flags and what you do. If you're not finding, if you're with someone who has, you're struggling to find their green flags, their green flags are buried deep down. Um, let's chat about that because I think that's reality. Sometimes I've, I've, we've all been around those people who, you know, make you feel the exact opposite of this list and, um, and kind of just how to handle those situations eloquently. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I don't know, this is a whole other topic, but I think sometimes if you, if someone wasn't raised by parents who, who had green flags and they didn't learn to feel safe or listen without being defensive or, you know, whatever that, you know, childhood trauma is real and strong. And this list may be really difficult for those people because, um, because they didn't grow up in a green flag environment. They grew up constantly dodging red flags and that's really sad. And, um, I hope those people will find the work and do the work themselves because we all, it's, we all owe it to ourselves to do the work and it's our responsibilities but let's just be honest, those people are, exist and those people can be difficult people to be in a room with. But let's say you work with one of these people who you're constantly just, you're trying so hard to find a green flag, but all you're seeing is red. <laughs> um, let's chat that for a second. Cause I think this is your opportunity to, you be the green flag, you lead by example, you be the leader in the situation, you change the energy in the room. And yeah. maybe you have to be obnoxiously green flagged. Um, but again, just like hosting my sister's baby shower, she is not a red flag, by the way, but I'm just saying <laughs> like, it made me feel good to celebrate my sister's wins because, you know, that, that feels good too, to be on the giving end of this stuff. So, right. Flip into giving mode if you're in those situations instead of, you know, you know, you have two choices when you're with miserable people, you can join them and be miserable and you're going to leave feeling like crap, or you can flip into like green flag mode 
and be the bigger person and teach them that they can be themselves around you and they feel you, you are a safe place for them. Yeah. Um, And obviously there's probably not going to be that exchange of conversation day one, but, um, you know, I think whenever I'm around difficult people, I, I, I find myself maybe waving my green flag too strong, but I'm, it's because I'm trying to like make up for the lack of green in the room, but, um, you know, and I'm, I'm not perfect at that by any means, but you know, yeah, I think that's hard to do. Cause I think like, I love what you're saying. I totally agree. I just, I'm saying in real life and real practice, it's hard for me and my personality sometimes not to like automatically go to matching it. Like, oh, we're stressed. Okay. I'm going to be stressed or we're sad. I'm going to feel sad instead of like being like, no, I can like own my own emotions and I'm in charge of my own stuff. Like I think part of me is like taking, I very easily can take on other people's emotions. Um, and that is definitely a practice of in like, I think emotion mindset, whatever. And I think that is such a practice of being like, no, like I'm going to be here. Yeah. And, um, and again, not that we're any better than anybody, but like we have the ability if we want to, to stay in our, you know, place of like, I'm going to try to stay positive, even if, the atmosphere around me doesn't feel like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a total practice. That is, that is where the challenge yeah. for the month of October comes in. Like, you know, it, but I think if you can work on the muscle memory there, it comes easier with time and, and you're going to be, you're going to be that person to them that like shows them grace or extends that extra um, cozy feeling when you know, obviously inside they're, they're struggling or, or whatever. Um, but easier said than done for sure. I, Mm -hmm. this is like a personal story and I I'm going to be kind of cryptic because I don't, I don't want to like air my like dirty laundry on here all the way, but I will say that there was a, I was fairly vocal about the way I felt about COVID during COVID and, um, you know, for the most part, that was okay. I, but I still always respect if people feel otherwise. Um, but there was a, a friend in my friend circle who felt very differently than I did during COVID. And that was like, of course, a polarizing time and kind of what you were talking about. Like, maybe we should have just, maybe I should have just left a lot of those things unsaid. But during COVID, I was kind of just sharing openly how I feel because I'm a sharer and I wasn't trying to offend anyone. But anyway, this person on social media was kind of like coming at me with some of the things that I was posting. And this person was a friend. And, um, and then I noticed that like that person wasn't popping up on my, on my friends list anymore. And I looked and that person, this person had unfriended me on social media. And I Mm -hmm. honestly thought to myself, like, oh, good. That's good. Like, if she's being, if she's being triggered by what I'm posting, like, good for her for unfollowing me. But then she kept still attacking everything I was posting, but she wasn't my friend on social media anymore. So that meant that she was actively searching out my posts 
Oh, weird. And, and DMing me. And I had realized that she had unfriended me. So I said to her in DMs, like, Hey, if you unfollow me on Instagram, like, then why are you still messaging me? Like you should, you know, if you, if you try to create that boundary for yourself, why are you then violating your boundary to, to continue to come at me? And then from there, you know, obviously that was uncomfortable and whatever. Um, but then from there, it was like, some things were said to my friend group, like, oh, we're not, the other person said, oh, we're not friends anymore. And I never felt that way. I just felt like this person was upset with me and unfriended me, but then continued to like, whatever. And, and so then there was a moment where if I had entertained that, where our friend group could have been divided because whatever, but I just decided to be the green flag in the situation. It was difficult. I had to mull over it. And I still think about it sometimes, but like, I just had to decide that I wasn't going to entertain that. And I was just going to continue to be, I was going to continue to give her a warm hug. Every time I saw her, I was going to continue to like ask her about her days and, and encourage her because I didn't, I didn't want that. That wasn't what I wanted. And, and she was showing me all sorts of red flags, but I just, I wasn't going to have it. And it was hard. That was a hard situation for me. I'm not sharing that to like toot my own horn about being mastering this. I'm just sharing because it was a real life example of something that was as an adult, really hard um, to like, to go forward and like, try to show that person that they should respect their own boundaries. If, if she doesn't like my Instagram, then unfriend, but don't continue to, to watch my stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that I can listen without being defensive and, and I can still show up for them and celebrate them, even if we don't agree on certain things, you know? And I, yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think like, that's where obviously like coming out of a healthy place, you're able to take a step back and even being able to say good for you. If my stories are triggering you, like all of it is very, I think like a mature response. And I don't think that everybody actually has those conversations. I think we do a lot of that in silence or we'll be like, I'm so bothered and tell somebody else rather than the person. So I think even just like having those conversations hopefully can lead to some sort of like agree to disagree or peace at the end of it because it's just silly to hold resentment towards somebody and seek out things that are bothering you I'm not like coming at your friend or whatever but like like we all feed our minds with things that we could like put aside you know and and like you said like with I mean this is a particularly like important thing to start practicing now because yes election time is coming up that always creates you know the media it's all very polarized and and uh, controversial all the time and all the you know there's a lot going on in the current news today and there's things that can be very triggering and upsetting to to people and people feel differently about things and I think these are it's start practicing this yesterday because we we going to need it in the next year (laughs) Um, and so and I and I don't see the you know I again like I don't think our parents dealt with this this wasn't something that people just didn't talk about polarizing things as much and now it's like that's what we've been like programmed by the media or whatever to do Mm -hmm. and 
And so we have to counteract that by learning these, you know, five or six tricks up your sleeve, support, you know, support other people's goals, even if they feel differently. Don't make people feel like they have to watch what they say, even if it's different than what you think or agree with, like make them feel safe, make them feel seen and respect their boundaries. All the things that we just talked about, listen without being mm-hmm. defensive. Um, it feels good to do that. Yeah, it does feel good. And last thing I want to say, it doesn't mean we have to be like best friends with everyone. Obviously there's people like in your life that you can make more time for than others. But I think at the end of the day, like we're all human, we're all trying our best. We're all trying to like, you know, come up with the best foundation of what we think is right. And truly we're all wired so differently. So, and that's what um, makes the world go around. Like our differences are, are so cool. We just have to learn to respect them and not, you know, judge, not judge, not take them so personally. So anyway, practice of course, and, and especially hone in on this on the month of October, look for people's green flags. And if you're struggling to see them, then show them green flags so that they can learn from you. And, um, hopefully then the next time they'll have some green flags that you can. Amen. Um, it's the perfect time to wave that green flag. Wave it. Wave it. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.